Hello, everybody. I'm Kathy Yang. This is the podcast edition of Business Nightly. Philippine shares extended their climb, outperforming most of Asia, as governments doubled down on efforts to curb the coronavirus outbreak. More from Michelle Ong. Philippine shares jumped for a second day, rising back above 7,300, as investors suggested January inflation data that didn't fall too far off estimates. All eyes now on the Philippine Central Bank's policy meeting on Thursday. Analysts say more accommodative policy is now just a question of when, not if. The BSB has already um, communicated to the market that they are open to um, doing more cuts this year. Um, and I think the market has already um, ex- uh, has already priced that in. If you look at the 10-year yield now, it's doing 4.3, I think, yesterday. If you also see the market coming off uh, its lows from the 7130 levels. No? Um, and also the peso, um, it has uh, stayed below the 51 peso level. So I think all of that is trying to price in maybe a, a rate cut maybe either tomorrow or soon. The rate cut will be really good for the market, especially for the banking stocks, since I think for this year there will be a healthy loan growth. And another 50 basis point rate cut by the BSP will further help grow demand for these loans. And for the property and consumer sector, I think it will be beneficial for them too, given cheaper borrowing costs. Also helping boost sentiment for Asia, efforts by governments around the world to curb the coronavirus outbreak. For the day, the PSE index added 126 points, or 1.7 percent, to close at 73.52. In corporate stories, sugar producer Rojas Holdings posted a 4 million peso net income for the first quarter of its fiscal year which is October to December. This is a reversal from the 197 million peso net loss. The Mani Pangilinan-led company cites one-off gains from the sale of assets, helping offset weaker sugar volumes and lower prices. Meanwhile, the Securities Exchange Commission has stopped the tender offer by Korean beverage giant Lotte Chilsung to minority shareholders of Pepsi-Cola Philippines, citing still unresolved issues. Lotte Chilsung, the controlling shareholder, had offered to buy all remaining shares of Pepsi-Cola Philippines for $1.95 each. PIP shares fell nearly 3% in Wednesday trade. Finally, Lufthansa Technique Philippines, a joint venture between Lushutan's Macro Asia and Lufthansa Technique AG, declared cash dividends of $38 million payable in April. 49% of that amount, or around $18.6 million, will go to Macro Asia. Lufthansa Technique Philippines provides aircraft maintenance, repair, and overhaul services. Michelle Long, ABS-CBN News. Various countries step up quarantine measures to stop the spread of the Wuhan coronavirus. And as the virus remains uncontained, analysts are now warning of its disruptive impact on global supply chains. Dino Ponte Orig reports. The Wuhan coronavirus scare, not showing any signs of slowing down as the death toll nears 500 and the number of infections reaches 25,000. Some roads in China are deserted forcing several business owners to temporarily halt operations. Even big businesses like Starbucks and Apple were not immune from the impact of the Wuhan coronavirus as they closed some of their stores in China. Macau, 
a special administrative region of China, has also ordered its casinos to stop operations as part of measures to contain the outbreak. Quarantine measures also in place in several countries. More than 3,000 passengers of a cruise ship anchored off Japan face quarantine after 10 people on the ship tested positive for the coronavirus. One of the 10 is a Filipino crew member. Meanwhile, more than 1,800 passengers on another cruise ship that docked in Hong Kong Wednesday are being kept on board after some came down with a fever. For some analysts, the negative economic impact of the deadly virus is inevitable. It is going to slow world growth. It's going to dampen demand. It's going to disrupt supply, supply chains uh, and, and, and be, be uh, disruptive. On the other hand, uh, uh, interest rates have come down dramatically worldwide in reaction to that, which is very stimulative to the world economies. The Chinese are injecting a, a lot of stimulus into their economy. You know, the best brains in the world are working, best medical brains in the world are working at finding a cure. Alex Capri, a research fellow at Heinrich Foundation, meanwhile notes, the disease is already causing production delays. That's as he says, the rapid spread of the novel coronavirus adds another disruption to an already disrupted global supply chain. We're going to be throwing in other disruptors, such as you know viruses or potential pandemics. Um, you know that's uh, that's the perfect storm. That that is potentially going to have an effect on the entire global economy. Worries over supply chains are also spilling over to the U.S.-China trade front. White House economic advisor Larry Kudlow says the epidemic would delay a surge in American exports to China, expected from the Phase One trade deal that is set to take effect this month. But in an interview with Fox News, he downplayed any economic concerns, saying the virus would not have a catastrophic effect on the U.S. economy and on company supply chains that are being curtailed. Dino Pontirig, ABS-CBN News. The Philippines reports its third case of the Wuhan coronavirus. But as Rafael Bosano tells us, the patient had already been allowed to fly back to China after tests initially turned out negative. A 60-year-old woman from Wuhan, China, the epicenter of the infectious new coronavirus, first traveled to Hong Kong before flying to Cebu in the central Philippines January 20th. She then went to Bohol. On January 22nd, she sought a consult from a private hospital in Bohol for fever and rhinitis. Health Undersecretary Eric Domingo explains two samples were taken from the patient, one on January 23rd and another on January 24th. At that time, the country was still sending samples to Australia to confirm if a patient was struck by the Wuhan coronavirus. The patient was actually negative upon testing on January 24. Kaya lang nung uh, after na matapos na nila kasi mga test dito, they decided also to run all of the old samples that they had. And they found that, and one of her samples was from January 23, an earlier sample. This means the woman had entered the Philippines already infected with the virus. The good thing is she was able to fight it. The picture is that the patient was infected but was getting better and negative na siya on the 24th and a week later she was discharged. But the question on everyone's minds is, why did the Research Institute for Tropical Medicine have to do a second test? On January 31st, the patient was discharged and returned to China aboard an AirAsia flight. 
kasi remember nung nagre-refer tayo sa Australia, nagagawa muna tayo ng preliminary testing bago tayo pipiliin natin kung ano yung papadala natin sa Australia. Na yung ito yung kunting ano yung tingin nila mukhang highly suspicious, highly indicative. Pero nung nagka-test tayo, lahat na ginawa na nila. The health department only found out about her test result last February 3rd. The health department gives its assurance contact tracing of the different flights which carry the three Chinese with the Wuhan coronavirus is underway. Of the 203 that they have already contacted, 188 have been advised to undergo home quarantine, while 15 are now considered patients under investigation. Of the 203 contacts, 15 were noted to be symptomatic, no? merong lagnat or mineraramdaman na ubo or sipon. Dun sa labing lima na yon, 14 were already isolated for monitoring. Yung isa, hindi pa natin na-admit at nagpapatulong pa tayo sa local government unit. This brings the total number of PUIs in the country to 133. The DOH confirms that there are more Filipinos considered PUIs than Chinese or any other nationality. The good news, a test kit that's capable of detecting the Wuhan coronavirus has been made. But this has yet to be tested and approved by the Research Institute for Tropical Medicine. Specific po ito sa NCOV, buong kit. So kasi may ano po siya, mga steps yan. So final na po ito. Pag nakuha na po nila yung kit, yun na po. Hindi na po ipapadala sa ibang bansa. Ready po tayo dyan. At uh, anytime po, kung kailangan po ng, uh, na aming tulang, we're ready to, to also build, help build the capability. Siyempre, yung may mga training po yan. Paano po gamitin yung kit? Tapos yung validation process. At saka protocol development po. Meanwhile, Health Secretary Francisco Duque visited the mega drug rehab facility in Fort Magsaysay and the province of Nueva Ecija. This is one of the facilities being eyed by government to serve as an isolation area for Filipinos opting to return from China's Hubei province. The DOH says those who will be housed in the quarantine area are those who do not present any flu-like symptoms. Should one arrive presenting symptoms, they will be immediately brought to a medical facility. Rafael Bosano, ABS-CBN News. Philippine inflation may have quickened in January, but the outcome is still within the central bank's comfort range. Supporting views, it will likely cut interest rates when it meets Thursday. Details from Ron Cruz. The Philippine Central Bank sees a quicker inflation for January as fitting well within its comfort range. Governor Benjamin Diokno says it's consistent with the central bank's prevailing assessment. Inflation will gradually approach the midpoint of the target in 2020 and 2021 of 2.5 to 3.3 percent. Monetary authorities now widely seen to cut interest rates when they meet for the first time this year on Thursday, February 6th. BPI lead economist Junetti even believes the central bank's window for rate cuts is narrowing very fast. Uh, the trajectory of inflation from October, which was only 0.8% to 2.9% in January, is uh, more than two percentage points. And that means that uh, it's, it's happening rather fast. No? We believe that there is still some room, but later on uh, that will narrow and might actually close. No? So therefore, we think the BSP might uh, do a one-and-done cut uh, by tomorrow. Neri also points out how the ongoing novel coronavirus care will affect oil prices, which he believes could be an additional inflationary pressure to an already rising headline inflation figure. Before the virus came out, we had problems with uh, the U.S. and Iran, no? uh, causing 
oil prices to surge. But when the virus came, uh, oil prices started falling. So this is a bit of a relief for for us in terms of inflation. And again, for most of the first quarter, oil prices are remain uh, are expected to remain rather uh, benign. Beyond that. We are not familiar or we don't, we're not sure whether oil prices will, will start to, to surge again uh, once the virus scare is, uh, is settled. So that can be an additional source of pressure uh, to an already rising uh, headline figure of 2.9%. Diokno says the virus outbreak and falling world crude prices will be considered as major factors at Thursday's policy meeting. The central bank had cut rates by a total of 75 basis points in 2019. Diokno earlier signaled another cumulative 50 basis point cut in the benchmark lending rate this 2020, but says he would go easy on unwinding the full 175 basis point interest rates hikes from 2018. Ron Cruz, ABS-CBN News. The Philippine Finance Department pushes for the passage of the fourth tax reform package, saying it will deepen the country's capital market. But as Juan de Guzman tells us, at least one stakeholder says this package should not push forward if the more controversial Comprehensive Income Tax and Incentive Rationalization Act package isn't finalized yet. The Philippine Finance Department presents its arguments for Tax Reform Package 4, or the Passive Income and Financial Intermediary Tax Reform Act. Some of the top justifications include measures to help deepen the shallow capital market and lessen administrative and compliance costs. Finance Undersecretary Carl Chua says the Philippines has some of the highest passive income tax rates in the region, resulting in relatively small stock and bond markets compared to the rest of the region, which adversely affects growth. The total amount of supply of capital that we could have provided this country to finance the economic growth is also much less compared to, for instance, Thailand or Malaysia. Worse is in the equity market, capitalization is among the lowest in the region. This also limits the amount of capital in the equity market that can be provided to finance corporate expansion compared to Japan or Hong Kong or Singapore or Bangkok, uh, we are just a tenth of the equity capitalization. One provision in PEFITA aims to lower stock transaction taxes from six-tenths of one percent to as low as a tenth of one percent or even tax-exempt by 2025 or 2026. The Finance Department is also proposing to exempt initial public offerings from taxes. It also has a provision to lower withholding tax rates on interest income from bonds and other debt instruments from 20 percent to 15 percent. But that's just one part of the proposal. It will also change tax rates on financial intermediaries, insurance, and documentary stamps. It will also raise taxes on dividend income. Senator Franklin Drillon expects the measure to pass quickly. Ordinary income Pinoy's would not be affected by this. You know, the senators will not have much of a really uh, emotional issue here because the constituency is not very much affected. But the stakeholders who will be affected say the measure should not be passed until the business community knows what kind of taxes it will be facing once another tax reform measure is passed, referring to the Corporate Income Tax and Incentive Rationalization Act. Definitely, uh, CITIRA should go first because uh, once the income tax rates are finalized, then we can see whether the uh, dividend withholding tax rates are reasonable or not. 
because you're subjected to a corporate tax rate and then you receive your uh, dividends and then you're still subject to a higher 15%. Uh, so, so both of those things should uh, go hand in hand. Cabrera says for Citira to be palatable to the business community, lower corporate income taxes cannot come into effect 10 years after fiscal incentives are removed. Senate Ways and Means Chairperson Pia Cayetano says Citira will be prioritized ahead of Pefita once she sponsors it on the floor, and it will be fair to all. So in as much as I would love to bring corporate income tax even down faster and uh, bigger, bigger amounts, but we also have to recognize that the government is in build, build, build mode and they have a lot of expenses. There are clearer um, parameters, there are clearer numbers so that the companies can make their, the industries can make their computations. There will be sunset provisions that end on a particular date and then the new terms are very clearly identified so that they know what they are dealing with. Cayetano is hoping to sponsor the Senate version of Citira by next week. Warren de Guzman, ABS-CBN News. And that's it for today. This is the podcast edition of Business Nightly. You can watch highlights, recaps, and exclusive content of our shows online. Subscribe to the ANC YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Thank you for joining us.